football, football, swimming, swimming, cricket, cricket, netball, netball. rugby, rugby, any sport, any sport, we've got it. And talking about the weekend, we have to talk about the Singapore Grand Prix. Uh, which we're looking forward to, which is set to take place on Sunday. And you heard his voice. Yes, he's in studio. Lufefe, welcome. Where's our air horn? Actually, wait, wait, wait. Hold oh, on. you got one. I do. I do. I'm going to pause this and I'm going to play it. Yes, girl. Uh, more time for the bass. <laughs> That's Love how we welcome you it. here. Yes. See, when I'm alone, like you get this warm welcome when it's all three of us, you know? Joking, I really Would you believe me if I told you? <laughs> it only occurred to me yesterday that hat-trick view means there's three of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not the only one. Well, yeah, it does represent the three of us, and hence it's called the hat-trick view. But uh, when you're alone, they mm. call you solo. They call us or whoever's here solo view. Okay. And if there's two of us, apparently with a brace view. And <laughs> when the full team is here, then we are the hat trick view. But uh, nonetheless, the show is still called the hat trick view, usually from nine to eleven. But today we were lucky enough to get that extra hour standing in for Kevin Evans, uh, Rocky Fridays, who is not around. But uh, we're gonna use this hour effectively because, yeah, Singapore Grand Prix. So I'm here for an hour. You can. I wish. I really don't mind. I, okay. I like I every like I've had in studio guests today, and I'm like I'm so happy. You know, when you're alone, all you want is in studio guests because then okay. it keeps you going. Yes. You have a nice conversation. Telephonic interviews are nice, but a bit lonely. And this is why I keep coming. Right? <laughs> you're loyal. You're very loyal. But uh, yeah. let's get into the thick of things: the return of the Singapore Grand Prix, first time. Since 2019. Mm. And um, yeah, actually, because I was expecting it to actually be included in, is it this year or last year's calendar? Not lo- last year, no? Yes. Because, uh, yeah, a group of uh, friends, well, my friends and I, actually mm. wanted to plan a trip to go watch the Singapore Grand Prix. And then there was this back and forth with regards to it being added on the calendar. Okay. Um, what happened, Gun? You know, Moss, the COVID breakout was in Asia mainly. Ah, uh, so, yes. Yes. So they were really yes. struggling to get to the, is it zero vax? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, so, you're right. So they weren't ready in time for last year's Grand Prix. Yeah. And that's why it didn't happen there the last two seasons. Well, it's back, and I think they've signed a long-term contract. Yes. So really looking forward to that, so I can still make it. But, I mean, it's the big one. Everyone's yeah, talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's the night race, right? Yes, yes. And the I original night the race. The original night. Yeah. Wait, aren't there two night races? Yeah, there's it's, two now. Miami as well. Yeah. Yeah, but the original. Is Singapore. Exactly. Guys, do you know how beautiful Singapore is? Dude. I've actually been there. Oh, I've also been. Well, <laughs> I was actually connecting, but I got to spend a couple of hours in Singapore. Mm, same, just, same. Just same their situation. airport. Their airport. Yeah, world class. Yeah. The views. Mm-hmm. Yo, so we were in some, I don't know if it's a train. It's a train mm-hmm. taking you through to, I don't know, maybe the departures, international another departures. Terminal. Yeah, and mm-hmm. another terminal. Mm-hmm. But like you pass. So this train, you're able to see the streets and just... Yeah, no, Singapore is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, big time. And hot, very yeah. humid. Mm. 
very, very humid. That's but, why they made it a night race. Yeah, yeah, because no, you won't be able to survive. No, 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 no. Went out for five minutes and I was like, I can't. I couldn't <laughs> breathe. I couldn't breathe. But yeah. I mean, if I were to make time to go watch the Grand Prix, I'll, it's fine. I'll survive. I'll suck it in. I'll suck it in. <laughs> Same. Um, let's chat about the Singapore Grand Prix. Uh-huh. Um, it's the big one. And I'm saying it's the big one because they... Could be a possibility of Max Verstappen walking away with the title on Sunday. Mm. But like miracles need to happen. Mm. I've mm. been hearing these permutations and they are so unrealistic. I know that in motorsports, in Formula One, anything is possible. But I mean, let's dissect these permutations for Max to be able to walk away with that title on Sunday. Okay. Um, I saw somewhere that they said uh, Charles Leclerc would have to finish ninth mm-hmm. or worse, mm-hmm. and that. Sergio Perez fifth or worse, because he's third in the championship. Mm. So if that happens and Max wins the Grand Prix, mm. then he becomes world champion with five races left. Sure, yeah, because there are one. six races, including the yes. Singapore Grand Prix, right? Yes. And um, you actually mentioned something really, really. Um, you know, um, that is worth mentioning. The fact that um, we we loved um, last year's season because it went right down to the wire. Ah. So, I mean, everyone tuned in until that last race. Mm. But now you talk about if Max does walk away with it on Sunday, then what's the point of watching? <laughs> and on the real though, and I think, yeah, people will yeah, just, they won't watch, you yeah. know, um, religiously the way they're doing mm. now. They'll just probably check updates what's going on because we already know who won Mm. you know we already know who is going to win but it's just about how he's going to win you know um so do you see that happening no you know what um as poorly as ferrari have been performing i don't see leclerc finishing ninth Mm. i expect him to be on the podium again this weekend Mm. and traditionally Singapore is a very good track for Ferrari. So who knows? Maybe he could even surprise us with a race win. Mm. Him or Carlos Sainz. Yeah. Mm. And uh, you talk about the track and it is the Marina Bay circuit. Yes. Um, How different is it? I mean, it's been a while since 2019. But um, how's the circuit like? No, it's a street circuit, I get it. Yeah. Um, so it's purpose made for the race weekend. Otherwise, it's a public road under normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. It's got two long straights and a lot of high speed corners and a few low speed corners as well. Mm. It's a track that I like. It encourages overtaking mm. and strategy is key. The, the undercut is very powerful there. So if you pit first, you have a chance of leapfrogging the person who's ahead of you, provided obviously in your outlap you go super fast. And I think the last time we had a conversation, you mentioned how Lewis Hamilton actually can finish on a a reasonable position. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you still see that happening with the six remaining races? Because I'm looking at the points now, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I'm going to write off the top three because they are fighting for, you know, they're in a league on it. Uh, they're in a league of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, but from number four to six, so mm. number four, we have George Russell with 203 points. Uh-huh. Actually, George is trailing Sergio Perez by just seven points. Yes. He's in the hunt for that top three finish, for sure. Sure. He's been very consistent this season. Yeah. yeah. 
And um, yeah, from number seven down, from Lando Norris down, I mean, 88, 66, 59. Yeah, we, we will not chat about those for now. <laughs> um, let's chat about the, the three-digit guys. Um, okay. In sixth place, Hamilton, 168. Mm-hmm. And fifth, Carlos Sainz with 187. What are the possibilities? Is Hamilton now rooting for that top five finish? Well, I saw he made uh, remarks in the driver presser yesterday yeah. that they are aiming to finish very strongly. Mm-hmm. They are looking forward to even maybe winning one of the races. Mm. And he said, if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, actually, yeah. actually, yeah. I, I watched that interview and I yes. think I, I'm inspired by how he manages the media and how he answers questions. Mm. Um, he did actually say that he wouldn't even say or describe it as a dry spell. A dry, yeah, mm, that's, mm. that's the words that the exact words that he used. Uh-huh. Um, he did say that uh, I think he accepted that it is a learning curve um, and that maybe he'll bounce back. He's 37 years old. Mm-hmm. When do you think is the right time for him to hang up his boots? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Né? The third most successful driver in Formula One. Mm. Okay, let it face me. (laughs) (laughs) Juan Manuel Fangio. Mm -hmm. He won five world championships in the 50s, in the first decade of F1. Mm. And you know the cars were so difficult to drive then and all of that, right? Mm. And all of them he won over the age of 40. Mm. So Lewis is still a spring chicken, if you look at it like that. Mm. Yeah? Okay. So for me... I liked when he said um, he's not going to retire anytime soon. Mm. He is contracted until the end of next season. But I can see him extending another year or two mm. thereafter. Because uh, I think now his aim is to have 10 championships. Hamilton. Hamilton. So three more to go. Three more. And it's possible. It is. No, it's possible. It really is. It like, really is. I think what happened this season... It's, it's what he needed yes. for him to bounce back to even reset, stronger. Mm. To dig deeper. Mm. Mm. And also, what do they say? The comeback is always better than the setback. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have written him off now. I saw on WTF1, one of the leading Formula One fan channel based in London, mm. that they said Max could easily win five championships. I was so triggered. DK. <laughs> I was like, what? Easily. Easily. Yeah. I'm like, how many people have won five championships yeah. for you to say that? But you know, these fan channels, they always say something that's going to spark a conversation, almost like clickbaiting the audience mm. so that you guys can engage. It's, it's a strategy. So I don't think he really meant it. But yeah, I can see Mercedes. I mean, Mercedes, they've been here before. Before they became successful, they went through a three-year period where they were really struggling. Mm. And then the hybrid era start, came into effect in 2014. Mm. And then they dominated. So being on the back foot, it's not something that's foreign to them. It's been a while. Maybe sometimes, you know, I don't want to say they became complacent, but the hunger to win, mm. it, obviously when you're at the top, mm. becomes a little bit less. And with Formula One, it's a sports of milliseconds. Mm. So even a 2% drop can make a world of difference.
Hmm. And um, you speak about Max Verstappen, and this is what he actually had to say ahead of the race. Um, So he says, obviously, with all the permutations and um, considering um, how... Um, what must happen for him to be actually crowned champion on Sunday. He says it's quite a long shot. Um, It's a bit unrealistic for it to happen, so Mm -hmm. I don't really think about it. I need a lot of luck for it to happen there. Mm -hmm. The Singapore race is the first of a back-to-back on consecutive weekends Mm -hmm. with the Japanese Grand Prix at Suzuka. Both events have returned this season after being left off the schedule for two seasons due, obviously, to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh And then um, he also goes on to say, for me anyway, it has quite special memories, said Verstappen. The first time I drove an F1 car there in um, FP1, I will always remember. Beside that, it is a kind of a home Grand Prix with Honda. And I also think my first proper opportunity to win the title. Of course, I'm looking forward to Singapore right now, but I'm also very excited for Japan. Is he just saying it for the sake of just saying it? Or, yeah, he's just being realistic. No, I think he's being real. I mean, Max is a straight talker. You've got to give him that. He doesn't mince his words Mm. and he doesn't try and play the media game or anything. Hmm. He will say exactly what he thinks and shoot straight from the hip. Also, um, it says here he's turning 25 on Friday. Is it today? Is Um, today his birthday? His birthday is the 31st, I think. 30th, 30th of October, of September, yes. Because there's no 31st. And then Leclerc 16 October. They're 16 days apart, age-wise. 30th of September. So today is his 25th birthday. Max. Yes. And you guys still don't think anything is going to happen. You know when luck is on your side because it's your birthday. (laughs) And the gods are like, listen, my child, it's your time to flourish on your birthday. (laughs) Okay, this throws a spanner in the works. Mm. Because birthdays also have that thing. Maybe it's just me believing in all these myths. But I, when I is your birthday? In August, okay. last month, as it's passed. But okay. yeah, do I usually get lucky on my birthday? Yeah, actually, I do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. That's something to look forward to. But that would be a dope birthday present. Yes, it would. 25th birthday present. Yes, still young. Eh? So Max Olana Lemotomol, because Lewis is 37. <laughs> yes, yes. And his girlfriend, Kelly, is 33. Max's girlfriend? Yes, Kelly PK. How? Mm. You're Max. <laughs> you're, okay. Um, I think something that we also need to discuss is you spoke a bit um, about Mercedes, right? Uh-huh. And um, let's take a look at the... Um, um, constructors' standings. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, Mercedes in the top three. So, Red Bull, 545. Ferrari, 406. Mercedes, mm-hmm. 371. Yes. Uh, is Red Bull also... Yeah. Like, is there a huge possibility of them walking away with that constructors' title? Not not this weekend. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But within in the... general. Yeah. No, no, definitely. I think they're going to win it. I think the contest is between Mercedes and Ferrari mm. on who will finish second behind them. But definitely, Red Bull are taking both championships this year. Sure. Mm. Red Bull dominating. Uh-huh. And uh, so it is the Singapore Grand Prix. After that, 
there will be five races left, which will be the Japan Grand Prix, mm-hmm. USA Grand Prix, mm-hmm. Mexico Grand Prix, mm-hmm. all taking place in October. And mm-hmm. then um, in November, it's the last two, which is the Brazil Grand Prix as mm-hmm. well as Abu Dhabi, right? Yes. And I don't think Hamilton is looking forward to going to Abu Dhabi because of what happened. You know, I've actually been thinking about that. I think it's, yeah, it's going to be a bad one. It's going to bring back Mm. lots of um, Mm. bad memories, especially considering how poorly Mercedes and him have done Mm. this season. Mm. Yeah. But how interesting would it be if he were to win in Abu Dhabi? Ah, I think that would be headline news, yeah? No? Yeah, for sure. Like it would take away from Max's title. (laughs) I think the attention would just literally shift focus to that. Oh, no, I hear you. I hear you, for sure. Especially because everyone thinks Lewis is not going to win a race this year. Mm, You mm. know? What are your predictions for the Singapore Grand Prix? Uh, Podium finishes. Podium, I will have Max first, Mm -hmm. um, Charles second, Mm -hmm. and Lewis third. Okay. That's my prediction. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, should we expect a watch along from Motozar this weekend? Yes, definitely. We are at 86 Public um, on Sunday starting at half past one because the race obviously starts at two, just an hour early compared to the other European races. Mm. So we'll be doing our watch along. Please come and join us. Mm. Join the conversation. We open the public to sit in the watch along and share their views during the Grand Prix. And tomorrow, I'm going to be on Super Saturday mm, on Super Sports. Really? Yes, in the That's morning huge. between eight and nine. That's huge. And we'll still be talking. Singapore Grand Prix. Yeah, so that's yeah. where they can continue the conversation with you. Yes. And because good news is there is no hat trick beyond the weekend, so we're not competing. So it's fine. <laughs> I can market that for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but um, before mm-hmm. I let you go, uh, what do you make of the six sprint races that have been added next year? I like the sprint concept. Mm. It makes for more interesting racing. Mm. So... I mean, it's been three this season and last season. Well, the third one is only in Brazil this year. Mm. So we've had two, but they've selected three venues. So I'm happy with that format. I mean, it does mix things up. Mm. Also, it's an opportunity for one to gain points. Mm. Because if you are in the championship hunt, Mm. your rival has a DNF or whatever during the sprint race and you win it, you can close the gap by eight points, mm. even before you get to the Grand Prix. So that's a strategic advantage. And with it being six races, it's more opportunities for that possibility. Mm, certainly. Mm. Well, that's how we wrap things up right here on the Hattrick View. Well, in terms of talking all things motorsport and Formula One with uh-huh. Lufefe Maegi. So always a pleasure having you in studio. We'll be watching you tomorrow. Yes. Um, yes tomorrow morning do. on Super Sport. Yeah, please do tune in. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, looking forward to Sunday Singapore Grand Prix. First practice today. Yes, yes. And then I um, actually qualifying. sacrificed it to come see you. Has it started already? Yeah, it starts early. I think it starts now at 12. Okay. Yeah. So you can still watch here. I mean, <laughs> well, I've got F1 TV on my phone. Wabona, so. Wabona. Yeah. So you're not really missing out, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming through, yeah? Thank you for having me. Awesome. Awe. This is Vision View Sports Radio.